Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the program. I am Keel Thor, your host tonight for Union of the Unknowns presents Not Your Mama's News, where we bring top flight news stories from around the world. Tonight with me are the unknowns. She's a true Sheila from down under, Stella Q. Hello there. And she's connecting Atlanta like nobody else, Jackie, the Atlanta (laughs) connector. What's up? Hello, unknowns. We got who are you? What? Who are you? You're frozen. (laughs) Ah, there he goes. That's the old Keel I know. Did he introduce himself? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think so. He just said he might have said he was the host Keel Thor. Boy, that was unprofessional. (laughs) (laughs) That was a very long pause. Uh, Yes. Well. Uh, I got disconnected, I guess. So uh, let's go ahead and kick it off with uh, Jackie. What what's news story oh. can you bring to us? Okay. So we wanted to bring to the story everyone's favorite and highest elected vice president, uh, Kamala Harris. So this was a story that I found through the uh Washington Examiner, White House alters Kamala Harris's transcript speech over reduced population comment. So we obviously know through uh, climate control and uh, that the elites have been talking about uh, population reduction forever. So even though they say this may be a Freudian slip, we all know that's what she really meant, allegedly. So the White House has made an adjustment to the transcript of a speech Vice President Kamala Harris made on Friday after Harris made a statement seemingly promoting population reduction. Her comment was made during a speech about climate change, where she called for an investment in clean energy and electric vehicles, along with the statement on reducing population. As of Saturday morning, the transcript for the speech has been updated to read as pollution instead of population. So basically what she said was, we, when we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, I mean pollution, more of our children can breathe clean air and drink clean water, the transcript currently reads. So I find it interesting that they're gonna update a transcript when it isn't a transcript supposed to be what the person said, not what they meant to say. Yeah. Or am I wrong on that? No, if you read, like states of the union addresses, state of the union addresses, mm-hmm. they'll have like the the ums and errs and things. Typically, like it, yeah. it it lays out exactly what they say. So hold on, I thought maybe they were just correcting, or or the the transcript they were putting out was the one she was supposed to say, right? But you're saying <laughs> they actually they added a word, they added verbiage in there That's that what she it wouldn't looks even like. say. Holy crap! Yeah. Yeah. That can't be legal. Is that legal? (laughs) I mean, the government can do whatever the hell it wants, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. She said 
in the in the thing she says out loud uh reduce population blah 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 it sounded like she meant to say reduce pollution but she certainly did not say reduce population uh i mean reduce pollution exactly they well, did what, what they what they what it says here and the the article does say Let's see here. Where the hell did it go? Sorry, I went down in the article. It did say, I said, um, I mean, pollution. So it says, when we invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population, and then in um, brackets, it said reduce population. And then in brackets, it says pollution. More of our children can bring clean air and drink clean water. The transcript currently reads. She must have just come from a meeting where they were talking about reducing the population. It was just kind of still in her mind. <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. And I, I look. I mean, I, I'm all for you know. Let's test it out. And Kamala, let's start with you. Exactly. Let's do that. Uh, wait. So, are you saying? All right. So, I'm I'm confused now. The transcript that's been published currently says population, and then in brackets, pollution. Or does it yes. say? Okay. No, it or says it, reduce population, and then in brackets, okay. it says pollution. That, what what, what, what can we insert in here? Quick, quick, pollution. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. She said the quiet bit out loud. Let's just face it. Yeah. Yeah. She meant population. We already know that. And then, of course, Musk, who's also a part of the population control, he allegedly, he also had a word to say where he was like, reducing population in brackets is nuts. Well, nuts is in brackets. Uh, So take what you will out of that. We need to increase population, Musk retweeted. So basically everyone started criticizing over social media, but where is the Ted talk being criticized when uh, Gates talked about population control literally in his Ted talk? Yeah, that was not a mistake. Absolutely not. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) She said, I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. Harris said (laughs) during a roundtable in Washington, D.C. on Wednesday. First of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. Oh, this is something else. So, sorry. Uh, That was just another dumb comment she made. Yeah. 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 That was just another on top of one of the other one. What is it? It's about machine learning. Yeah. Okay. It's it's quite a talent, actually. It's quite a talent to be able to say so much and actually say so little. (laughs) <laughs> say nothing. <laughs> but uh, politicians have been uh, practicing that for a long, long time. So, Sounds like a Black so, Sabbath yeah, song. <laughs> that was my story. Uh, yeah. So basically, we already know what they're trying to do, allegedly, is reduce population. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. That's what she meant. And uh, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, maybe it was just mm, even if it was a Freudian slip. Even isn't that what a Freudian slip means? Is that she's she's really thinking about reducing population and let it yeah. slip out? I so it was yeah. a trans man's petticoat. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right, but she's got she's got lots of zingers. I mean, she just she has these speeches that. I, man, it's just, oh. there's just nothing going on up in her head, and she's just letting words fall out of her mouth <laughs> and just rambling on and on. And 
Oh, there's a few short circuits going on, I think. It's like, it's like she doesn't have any speeches prepared at all and just goes out there and doesn't know what to say. Like when I was in, in high school and I was doing a speech for like a presentation that I wasn't prepared for. And I just start repeating myself over and over again because I don't know what to, what to say because I was an <laughs> idiot. That's that's what she does, and it's it's yeah. it's ridiculous because she's a professional. She's the fucking vice president. Uh, I mean, get your shit together. I think she's doing exactly what well, they wanted to do. She's very good at it. Yeah, he's a perfect professional, useless there. idiot. We all know how she got there. Let's just ask Montel. <laughs> that's a whole eggplant, other eggplant eggplant emoji. Tell us that's I don't know that story. Tell us that story. She uh she was there's a famous picture out there of her and another chick being Montel Williams date at some like major event back in the day. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You you really gotta listen to uh Sam Tripoli more often. There, <laughs> Keel. You'd be able to get some of the juice. Maybe. <laughs> I, you know, it doesn't surprise me. That's kind of how I always imagined that she made her way to the top. I, I don't know, but she just, I don't know, she has that look about her to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a stupid old civilian that uh, doesn't know anything. And I really need the government to be there to tell me exactly how I should live my life what I should ingest into my body, what, what I'm to allowed think. to do, what, yeah, exactly how to think, all, all that stuff, because we're too stupid to know better. So, hey. I saw a quote from her recently. Uh, let's see if I can find it. But it was about, it was about her, because, you know, she was, what, Attorney General in uh, California or San Francisco or something? Mm-hmm. All right. Really? <clears throat> all right, so... Yeah, she definitely didn't the, uh, get there the, on merit. The, the headline reads uh, from Newsweek, nearly 2,000 people were convicted for marijuana possession, cultivation, or sale while Kamala, Kamala Harris was San Francisco district attorney, right? And then that was in uh, 2022. Oh, shit. Okay. That was on October 7th, 2022. Uh, there's a quote from her from two days later quote from vp harris quote nobody should have to go to jail for smoking weed that's her quote yet she locked up like thousands of people probably yeah uh, for that exact same thing people. yeah no she got an a plus in hypocrisy <laughs> definitely absolutely but they all do. i don't, I don't know what else there could, I'm sure there's probably a lot more to be said about her and her bullshit she spews. But the less, the better. Yeah. So let's uh, let's see what Stella's got. Stella. Oh, Australia's a bit of a Stella. A bit of a corruption pit. Uh, more. But it's good. <laughs> well, same old, you know. <laughs> but it's good that it's coming out. You know, um, what will happen in the end? Who knows? But uh, just quickly giving you a really quick cap of Australia at the moment. So Dan Andrews, uh, dictator Dan and down in Victoria, is coming out denying what he's clearly said on camera. It's recorded, provable, but no, nah, he still stands there and denies. doesn't matter what it is. I'm just telling you that's what he's doing. Mm. On another note, he's uh, announced the cancellation of um, the 2026 Commonwealth Games, possibly being held in, 
his state. But that's um, in it's it's uh, very heroic of him because it's going to save six billion dollars, six billion dollars to hold the Olympics. Yeah. I think that's probably a damn good idea, actually, Dan. But uh, it's probably not. I don't know how they could. Anyway, whatever. How could it cost that much? Uh, our uh, energy minister, Chris Bowen, is uh, now getting onto the same old horse that you guys have been dealing with, with the gas stove ban and heater ban and all that sort of thing, um, while he's dismissing nuclear energy. They call him Blackout Bowen. <laughs> that should say something. Uh, the Voice, which is the Indigenous propaganda machine that's uh, churning away at the moment for the yes versus no vote, yes being changing the referendum, which will be an absolute disaster and not what is being portrayed, which is uh, freedom for more of a uh, voice in parliament for Indigenous, but that's that's not what it's about. I've, I've been through that in a few other shows. So that's still going on, and uh, sadly there seems to be a lot of Aussies with the uh, la, 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 block their ears attitude, and I'm just going to vote yes. I don't want to know the details because it sounds like a good thing. It's virtue signalling pretty much. So there's that. A uh, big one is the ASIC, the Australian Securities and Investments Commission, is in really deep poo at the moment. Um, they have a, a bull terrier, I suppose, at their heels at the moment. He's not going to let go. Uh, John Adams, I have mentioned him before. If anyone's interested in following the corruption of this inquiry, uh, please go to In the Interest of the People channel on YouTube. Uh, it's definitely worth a look, but I'm not going to go into it now because they're all corrupt. So I'm going to talk about um, something good, which is... Wait, did you say huh? John Sorry. Adams? <clears throat> yep, John Adams and... Right. We had a John guys. Adams. Oh, yeah, you did too. Yeah, he was the a... second very... president. Number That's two. Right. He was meant to be a good guy, wasn't he? Supposedly. <laughs> uh, I, they, had a, they did a <laughs> movie about him. Um played by Paul Giamatti and uh, he was, you know, a lawyer and stuff. And, but it, the, the stuff that he was kind of campaigning for was uh, more pomp and circumstance kind of stuff within the American government in order mm -hmm. to garner respect from the kind of Royal people in the, in Europe. But, oh, okay. but the uh, other founding fathers wouldn't have it. Because they're like, ah, we're trying to get away from all that. But anyway, right. I digress. Go ahead with your uh, mm. more corruption. An, in an innovator and a, and a thinker, obviously. Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, that's that's underway. Just go and check that out on the YouTube channel that I just mentioned. But the good thing is um, there's some things coming out of the ocean. So uh, in Western Australia, there's a mystery object has been washed up on the beach. Um, it basically looks like a big round tunnel end bit with um, a domey bit on the top. Basically, it, it seems to have come down that's some sort of an Indian, <clears throat> part of an Indian spacecraft or something like that that uh, has been floating around um, some doctor who, uh, what's her name? Yeah, somebody. Uh, she was saying that the fact that there's barnacles on it uh, indicates that it has been floating and it hasn't been like down the bottom of the ocean or anything like that. Uh, uh, Paola, Dr. Paola Magni. Um, she made very clear that she doesn't deal with conspiracy theories, that she just sticks with the facts. So um, that was, yeah, but she talked about the barnacles. So there's that. Um, that's being hauled off now. People were told to keep away from it, but nobody was. They were all sort of setting up tables and having picnics next to it and doing selfies and <laughs> as you'd expect. Um, 
in fact, there was a bit of a scare. They were saying, don't go near it because there was, there was some metal or some element that is involved in space craft that can be highly, highly toxic. And yeah. if you even if you touch it, like you're basically definitely dead. So <laughs> that was probably made up. I don't know. Well, they're one of the one of the things they use in spacecraft um, to keep electronics at a you know a warm enough temperature so they don't freeze up. You know, mm-hmm. is they'll they'll put a radioactive element that just naturally radiates heat, and they right. just kind of stick that in the middle of things. So that could be what they were talking about. Okay, I so- I, I saw a picture of that dev- that thing you're talking about though. It looks like. Uh, huh. I don't know, like uh, just a hunk off of a ship could be a piece of a of a uh, satellite or something, but it looked kind of large and thick and chunky for that sort of thing. It's I a weird imagine. looking thing, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was some speculation about, you know, MH370 got mentioned, but uh, I think that's a bit of a long shot. But um, on a better note, there's a gentleman called Tim Shattuck who's just been rescued, miracle rescue, miracle survival, uh, off in the Pacific Ocean. He left La Paz in Mexico uh, three months ago, bound for the French Polynesia, which was a 3,700-mile journey. (laughs) That's pretty in a catamaran. Uh, After a month, he lost communications from uh, when he went through a storm. And um, he had his beloved dog, Bella, with him. This is not going where you might think. It's a good story. Um, (laughs) I think he only had one dog. Anyway, um, so (laughs) he was um, just floating around and uh, living off raw fish and rainwater and keeping his dog alive. And uh, a tuna trawler's heli. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a miracle. And uh, some tuna trawler that was out there, um, in a helicopter, I guess, goes spotting or something, um, happened to see him. This was on July 11th, I believe. And, uh, of course, the inevitable comparisons with Tom Hanks' castaway have been floating around. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a bit of a good news story in the sense that he seems to be okay. He seems to be in good spirits. And uh, he, he was an IT expert from Sydney, and he was also a stage four cancer survivor. So I guess he's got a bit of bit of grit in him and he's an Aussie so you know that goes without saying <laughs> but um they're saying that the uh dogs the dog pretty much probably had a very large part in keeping him alive and going because it gave him a purpose and companionship um so yeah he seems to be in recovery if it's real <laughs> if it's not a distraction but um he did seem to look a little bit on the scrawny side from the uh, pictures that were shown prior and big bushy beard. He did have a very trim mo though, so I guess he had a pair of scissors with him. But um, yeah, I think I think that's a much better story than corruption and all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, the, and the basically dog the moral of the too. story. Yeah, yeah, and hopefully there was anyone. So yeah, the moral of the story is um, <laughs> even when the odds seem stacked against you, never give up, which I think is a good thing to remember in all circumstances. And that mm-hmm. might be used against them one day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I, you know, the, it's an amazing tale of him surviving. But I kind of think they buried the lead in the, that story. I I read an article about that too this week, and he was talking about he had stage four cancer, and they gave him you know months or whatever to live, and he 
Swit, he refused the the doctor's treatments and went straight to an all raw diet. Mm-hmm. And he claims that's what saved his life because that was, you know, years and years ago when they diagnosed him and his cancer is gone, apparently. Wow. And so I'm, I'm thinking, w- wait a minute. He just he cured his own cancer. And, you know, I've seen I've seen anecdotal stuff like that before, but wow. And so it makes it makes a lot of sense that he'd be surviving off a of raw fish. He probably didn't take a whole lot of food with him to begin with, you know. Yeah, I don't really know. I was thinking about that. I um, don't know what happened to his supplies, whether they got, you know, um, taken off by the storm as well or something, perhaps. Not sure. There was nothing I, really mentioned about supplies. Well, not that I saw. I mean, I yeah. only sort of saw a few things about it. But, um, yeah, that's a really good point. That should be like the major news. <laughs> but of yeah. course, we know why it's not. <laughs> right. Actually. But, uh, yeah, I bet he... he... Probably, I'm sure he didn't intend to be out there as long as he was and just ran out of whatever supplies he had. So, Possibly, yeah, I don't know how long 3,700 miles takes to travel in a catamaran. I guess it depends on the wind. Yeah. It could take a month. It could take three months. I don't know. I'm not a, not a seafarer myself, but um, uh-huh. I guess those things have motors as well. Do they? Yeah. Right. Catamarans just... Wait a minute. Is that it's like the, the double hull thing? Yeah, they have the they have the long thin holes. They go in the water, but you've got it might be a flat actually. surface in between them. Mm. So I mean, probably the most stable thing you could possibly be on, which was a good thing. Yeah, they make sense. So yeah, in a storm, I guess you know if you're thrown off course with no communications, it's um, raw fish and rainwater. Yeah, rainwater. I mean, he was pretty lucky, wasn't he? he? Must maybe he did have some sort of survival equipment, of you know, where you can collect a lot of rainwater. Yeah, I mean, the sails themselves, I suppose, you could use. Yeah, you don't you don't go sailing without having that kind of gear with you, you know, mm. especially a, a by yourself. Yep. So. I mean, he must have been a very experienced. It's not something you attempt <laughs> without knowing what you're doing. Yeah, but if he got he got. His stuff got taken out in a storm. All of his stuff? Yeah. Well, his, his like navigation equipment. Mm. Communications. Do you think he had one of those things that uh, with the technology where it turns uh, salt water into fresh water? Like, don't they have systems uh, yeah, like that now that they does do. that? They do, yeah. But I don't, I don't think he had that because they didn't mention it. They just mentioned he lived off of rainwater. Mm. Yeah. So. That is what they said. So there must have been a reasonable amount of water or he did very well at collecting it when it was there. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was some interesting comments actually underneath, just things like um, one dude said that you can live off off, uh, seawater if you're very, very careful the way you do it, but he was like if you have a tiny little bit and then you don't have any for ages and your body is able to cope with the salts, I don't know, about like three months worth though, and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to keep your dog from drinking a lot would be difficult. So right. Challenging. He probably got he probably got some if he's eating raw fish, he's probably getting a lot of you know moisture from that as well. True. True enough. You but know. a lot of salt Wouldn't as that well. Be salt as well. Exactly. Well, if yeah, but I mean if he's cutting open the flesh and trying to be careful not to get too much salt water on the the meat. Mm. I don't know. That's my guess. Because mm. the think- 
Swimmish don't sort of... have salt water in them, you know. Yeah, I don't know whether. Yeah, I don't know. I've never really thought about the salt content in fish being in salt water. Whether that's higher than stands to reason, but maybe not. Maybe somehow mm. they uh, process the salt. Be interesting to find out from a nutrition person. If only we had one, and the and <laughs> unknowns. Where, where do you get one at this time of day? <laughs> Well, uh, well, that was good news. Any, that's all that's the news. Great, from that's a great Australia. story. That's yeah, sorry, great. I was saying, is do you have any more uh, up to date news from down under? Oh, that was a bit of a mouthful enough, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Talked about corruption and nuclear, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's all that's really worth mentioning. There's lots of government crap, but you know, that's always same, same. All right, well. I've got a story. I'm just going to read you guys the article because it's really short and it sums up and organizes the whole thing. Great. Um, so this has to do with uh, uh, leaks, uh, military leaks. Um, oh, not the vegetable, not the vegetable. No, but uh, you know, breaches, personal data leaks have, have been in the news lately. And uh, I've personally, seen a lot of this going on in, in my line of work. Uh, so anyway, <clears throat> a Dutch internet entrepreneur says he had repeatedly warned the U.S. government over the last decade that emails intended for the American military are being sent to Mali because of a common typo. Now, Mali is spelled M-A-L-I. It's a country. Uh, Johannes Zurbier tells the Financial Times that instead of the suffix .mil used for the government in America, uh, used for American military email addresses, people often type .ml, the domain for Mali. Oh, wow. Where the government is closely allied with Russia, coincidentally. <laughs> Zurbier had a 10-year contract to manage the domain, but it expired on Monday with control reverting to the Malian government. Over the years, millions of messages intended for service members have been set to .ml as opposed to .mil. Wow. Quote. But, oh, go mm -hmm. ahead. No, 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 no. I was just wondering, but you still got to get the front part of the email correct, including the person's name. Yeah, so... but the email would still bounce off of the .ml server, you know, and then get rejected. Mm -hmm. Did, did someone not think to hit reply, uh, dude, it's not us? I, I don't know. The, <laughs> this so He said, quote, this risk is real and could be exploited by adversaries of the U.S., Zerber, Zerbeer warned in a letter to the U.S. government earlier this month. He says he started collecting the misdirected emails in January to de demonstrate the scale of the problem and now holds almost 120,000 of them, including around 1,000 that arrived on a single day last week. The information wow. sent, sent to the Mali domain includes, quote, diplomatic documents, tax returns, and the travel details of top officers. What, no McDonald's vouchers? Uh, I don't know. Zerbeer says that after he started managing the, the country code in 2013, he noticed a steady stream of requests for non-existent domains like army.ml and navy.ml. He says, after getting legal advice, he made repeated efforts to warn the U.S. government 
and gave his wife a copy of the advice, quote, just in case the black helicopters landed in my backyard. <laughs> Tim Gorman, a spokesperson for the Office of the Secretary of Defense, tells The Verge um, newspaper that the Pentagon is aware of the issue and is taking it very seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Gorman says emails sent from a .mil domain to Mali are blocked though he acknowledges that emails sent from other government agencies or outside contractors would still get through if the sender typed the .ml suffix. Mm. Can you believe it? Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> government. <laughs> Clown world. Absolutely. That's so crazy. I couldn't tell by the, the, verb, the wording of that story are we current? I mean, does the .ml? Are we sending emails to Mali, or were they? Were we sending emails to this guy who was who was, for whatever reason, had control over the .ml domain for some reason? Like the domain holder. Yeah. Yeah. So I I don't know, but it sounds. I mean, <laughs> assuming that where's the where's the domain? What where's the server that that's parked? Yeah. Russia, Russia, is it? <laughs> I don't know. That's Ukraine. They're going to be getting, and that's not even if they, even if the the dot, even if they weren't being sent to Mali, and this guy had control of the dot ml servers, but he was saying that the contract runs out, they revert back to Mali. There, we're going to be sending emails straight to that country, you know, even if even if we crack down and say okay, we're going to fix it, it's still going to happen. There's thousands of, of military officers that are still going to be typing that in. And but when you've they, er, they your could... system has already captured the incorrect email and you're not paying attention, you are yeah. going to um, that... uh, accidentally like not even like trying to send something really quick. It's automatically. Oh, yeah, that's it. And then it's automatically going to get sent over there. Yeah. When I worked back in the early 2000s and I worked for a data provider, there was uh, another gentleman. We had the same last name, but um, his name was um, Jacquel or something like that. And my name's, well, the government name is Jacqueline. And uh, uh, then, um, <laughs> stop, Gail. And then uh, we used to get each other's emails all the time. <laughs> we would just forward them to each other. And we're like, oh, we think this was meant for you because it has nothing to do with me. Um, when did that story happen? Was that like the week of the 4th of July or no? When did all that come out? That was, was uh, yesterday. Okay. Yesterday afternoon. Because a, a lot of people don't know because I don't think it was in the news or not. But we were like getting cyber attacked um, by Russia uh, the week of the 4th of July because uh, our financial systems were getting attacked. Um, Square was down on a number of their processors, like their merchant systems. Like we weren't able to process um, orders and stuff like that. Credit cards weren't able to pay for their items. And then also someone had said that their Western Union was down. They weren't able to do any financial transactions there either. And I don't know of it being highly publicized or anything like that. Of course, they probably didn't want to mention it, um, but it was by, I did find an article around it, which was around the Wagner group. So, but I was kind of confused as the Wagner 
group are they for or against Russia? I couldn't, I couldn't really understand that. So, um, anyhow, so someone wants to like me on that, that would be amazing, but it was interesting. So that's why I was wondering if it was around the same time, because, uh, there's a lot of stuff happening that they don't tell people about. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the very last thing that they're wanting to be doing at this stage of the game with their, uh, larger agenda is, uh, putting a spotlight on any kind of security issues in, uh, in the digital world because it's just going to be an argument against bringing in the control, isn't it? So we're never yeah. going to hear about that stuff, especially when it's government. But uh, just getting back to the ML thing, they can set up redirections. It's not that difficult. And, I mean, like I'm not highly tech. I'm, I'm more the arty side of websites, but I know they can do redirections. So it's like it's not – it's quite fixable. <laughs> I don't know what this is really about personally. Uh, or what it, what the agenda is. We're just waiting for keels to unfreeze. But um, <laughs> pretty sure anyone who's got slight slight technical knowledge and who runs servers has the ability to redirect. When when it says .ml, redirect to .mil, as far as I know. Is that correct? But wouldn't you be blocking somebody else's um, – wouldn't you be blocking somebody else's ability to be able to send email to someone else? Well, when it when it comes from certain places, I would imagine it. You know, when it mm. when it comes from military or whatever, uh, if it says go to .ml, redirect to .mil or whatever it is. But you know, my With point with like specific skills? first parts of the name or something like that. So if it was like our first dot last name, whatever the format is, it should automatically get redirected. You would hope, anyways. Kiel, have you got Kiel? Now that you've thought it. Can, yeah. Uh, so you guys are talking about redirecting ML to .mil. You're the yeah. tech guy. Um, we need your input. Well, I, if you're – I guess you could probably set up – if you've got like an exchange server, I don't know how the military handles their emails, but – Don't you? Sure you? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not – I'm not part of the CIA like Jackie is. I don't have access to that sort of information. <laughs> Ask your friend. <laughs> um, but uh, you could, I'm sure you could set up something like that. I mean, you can capture if somebody tries to send any emails to .ml instead of .mil. Yeah, you could probably just bounce that back immediately instead of, yeah, you know, yeah. letting allowing it to go through the servers. But hmm. you know, that's not always going to be. You've probably got thousands and thousands of email hubs and routers and things that the military uses all over the world. So it's yeah, true. trying to, trying to set that up would probably be not, not that so they basically they try, should just but... change their uh, domain per se, instead of it being dot MIL, they should have a dot military or something <laughs> like that. I don't know. I don't I, think I, most I, of them would be able to spell the word military, to be honest. That's why it's just MIL. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably just baked in at this point. I don't think changing it like that would make any difference. Yeah, they, I mean, they would just have to. I don't we could know. always ask. Uh, could always ask Marley to uh, change their. <laughs> yeah, country I, code. That's, that's what we'd have to do. They'd have to talk to the uh, international uh, confederation of uh, server mm, server extensions. You know, whoever Those sets that people. Up. Yeah. To, to fix that for him. But uh, 
Uh, the the Wagner group. You're you're saying you weren't sure if they were for or against yeah. Russia. I if yeah. I understand correctly, the Wagner group is the Russian equivalent of the Azov Battalion. Oh. Wow. Okay. So they're like the say no more. Kind of the super <laughs> badass soldiers that hate the, you know, that super hate the Ukrainians. You know. Okay. I don't. I don't know what special their, gonna hate. Yeah, I don't know what their background is, but that whole story was fishy. They storming the capital in Russia, and then, oh no, we'll just we'll just take a deal and we'll get banished to uh, whatever the uh, the other country. What is it? Mm, starts with a B. Uh, Belarus. 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 <laughs> uh, which you know coincidentally happens to be on the Ukrainians flank, you know? <laughs> so yeah. I, th I think that was just a, a way to put them there. I think it was probably, we can do an insurrection better than you. <laughs> <laughs> right. We let you get away with a moon thing. Give us this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jackie, what else do you have? Anything? I don't, no, I don't really. That was I brought one story to the table. Just That's about one. it. I just brought the one story. I mean, Justin gave up a story, but it, you know, so let me ask you a question. Did he finally get the vid, or does he have a cold? I'm so confused about that. Can we just talk about that for a second? I don't know. He and it, and and nobody knows this, but Ism Can is probably the most unhealthiest out of all of us. Cause he's a chain cigarette smoker. He, um, has, you know, totally abused his body, but he looks freaking fantastic. And he, he's going to be the one that's going to outlive us all. And then he lives on ice cream. during everything. Yeah. <laughs> a ton of ice cream. So he's, and then, uh, and then through this, um, he's like, we're all of us. Well, at least most of us, I can't say all of us, but most of us gotten the vid maybe like, you know, the Jack, not the, not the Jacksonation, but the vid uh, once, <laughs> twice, maybe three times a lady. And uh, we don't, and then this whole time he could, he tried to get it. He couldn't get it. And so now he's down and out. And so I'm just so curious. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. He, uh, he, every once in a while, he talks about having a headache or some weird sinus thing and, and I got to wonder, you know, because he's he, he's you're right, though. He kind of has uh, that whatever that same DNA that Keith Richards has going on. That, <laughs> doesn't matter what he does to his body. He's, probably a, he's, he's gonna, probably a mystery love child. He's just I mean, going to keep going you know. on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you I, know, think, I, I, I think many things, we do miss him. most things wouldn't be able to survive in, in um, Justin's body. So, uh, you know, <laughs> shout out to the Koosh. <laughs> I'd also like to give a shout out to Ashley. Um, she is also not feeling very well. So to both of you, lots of love. Hope you get better soon. And you'll probably be better by the time you hear this, but uh, let's hope sure. so. Yeah. And anyone else out there who's feeling like crap, uh, we love you and get better soon. They're, they're probably listening to us right now, laying on the bed with a blanket wrapped around them and one of those, one of those Rain. rubber bags full of ice water on their top of their heads. And hopefully some uh, raw hand. onion slices on the bottom of their feet wrapped in plastic with old socks over them, because that really works. 
So I've heard. Does it really? Yeah, we should put uh, Justin onto a raw diet, I think. Mm. Yeah, right. He would love that. Still love that. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see him eating raw vegetables. Mm. I think there is something to be said <laughs> about uh, the cigarette smoking and the low incidence of COVID amongst that demographic. It does seem to because be. Because I've... I don't know. We smoke cigars, but I guess we don't have all the other toxins. Well, it's more a natural... I think the trick is that you're if you're inhaling the smoke like that really deeply, like you do with cigarettes, I think it's just constantly burning away the top layer in your lungs. And, and whenever you, yeah. if you inhaled COVID, I don't, I think that would be a very volatile environment for that molecule and it mm. would get destroyed in your lungs because you're smoking all the time. I've got, I work with a friend of mine who smokes all the time and he, I don't think I, well, okay, take that. He got it finally uh, this year, like a couple months ago. <laughs> but he, for the whole, for, for when it was really big and crazy, he never got it. And he was, you know, at work all the time, hanging around people. He never got it. And the rest of us all caught it at some point. And uh, he finally got it. He His was, I mean, I'd say bad, but I mean, he was just wiped out for, you know, a week or two. So, but he didn't have to like oh, go to the wow. hospital or anything. Yeah. He didn't go to the doctor, did you say? He didn't. Uh, I don't know if he went to the doctor. He he didn't go to the, end up going like going to the hospital or anything. Right. It wasn't like deathly severe, but his uh, symptoms were uh, heavy. Just the fatigue that you get with it. Yeah. Um, but it's weird. At that time, uh, half of my office w- went got got it and was out with it, and they were all just wiped out. And I was still there. I held the office together and I was around people the whole time and I never got it at that, you know, at that time. (laughs) I don't know, (laughs) but it was, it was a crazy, crazy week and a half. (laughs) It's because you were staying safe with the, uh, your diaper, uh, face, uh, cloth thing over your face. No, I wasn't wearing any masks or anything. (laughs) You were bearing the brunt. And neither was anybody in my office either. We were just. Oh, I thought you guys had to wear it if you. That like, was stood up way, and walked around, but you were way back in the in the you know the bad COVID pandemic times. Yeah, that was. Oh, you a, said a, the word. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a thing, but uh, no, this year, like a uh, couple months ago, is what I'm talking about. There was a. Okay. It, it swept through my office and took half of everybody out, and then but didn't attached to me somehow well that's good that's because you've already built up your uh, yeah i've already had it a few times i think so natural immunities yes it's not the first time i've I've heard that either that um several people have tried very hard to get it and they couldn't like ridiculously Hmm. like drinking out of other people's glasses purposely trying to get it and stuff and they just wouldn't they couldn't get it so explain that one mr science Hey, where's Fauci, by the way? Where's which little hole did he crawl into? Oh, he retired. He's retired. Now he's the little puppet master behind. Well, he's always been the puppet master, but he's the puppet master behind doing his little stringy strings uh, with everyone. So wasn't there a wasn't there a story in the news recently? That there was a lawsuit against him. They got thrown out. Say something by like a that. Superior Court or something, not a Supreme Court, but 
like a federal court. It's more like a ham and pineapple court. Yeah. <laughs> of right. course it got thrown out. Yeah, because they didn't have standing. Because for whatever Allegedly. reason, you, you can't you can't yeah. sue the government, Don't even if they do you wrong. The government, listen, we all know that you need to trust the government. You have to trust science, okay? And if you don't do that, you are a crazy person and um, you don't deserve to be on this podcast. I'm sorry. I'm just going to well, say that now. I'm quite pleased, actually, because Fauci was the science. <laughs> so now that Fauci's gone, does that mean we're not plagued by science anymore? Awesome. I don't think so. I think science has gone to the wayside. Science is bacon gay. Science went back to actually being theories and experiments instead of facts. And continually experimenting and finding new things all the time, like the old-fashioned science. Remember that? Hey. (laughs) Like the science that we were uh, taught in our government (laughs) educated schools. Yeah, what we were indoctrinated with. (laughs) Exactly. So were they wrong then or are they wrong now? I don't know which one Science version 1.0. The scientific method is the is the real deal, you know. You can't argue with its with its logic, but the way that scientific <laughs> statistics and theories and things are thrown around these days are so politicized. You can't you can't even see the 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 method in the science anymore. No, they don't show they're working out. Mm-mm. It's just oh, this expert says, and that expert says, and so therefore it must be gospel and to say against it would be uh, heresy. Well, they shift the goalposts. I mean, look at, I don't know if you guys saw that um, story that, oh, I'm not sure if I put it up on discord, actually. There was a story uh, about coming from Israel where the goalposts were shifted regarding climate, uh, well, weather and meteorological reporting. Mm-hmm. Um, so the upshot of it is up to 2019, um, they would measure heat loads, what they call heat loads, um, a certain way, which was, I believe, um, if a heat, if, if a, a temperature or you know, heat stayed at a certain level for more than three hours, that was considered a heat load, I believe. Um, and then they shifted the goalpost to um, it being something like a, I can't remember exactly how they shifted it, but it was such a shift that it made it so that heat loads looked a lot more, like they they happened a lot more often. So instead of it being four, three hours continually, it was, I I can't remember, I'm sorry. But um, so in other words, up to 2019, it was, it might have, you know, a small number of heat loads. And then suddenly when you look at the chart post 2019, there's, like the numbers go way up. So in other words, they're adjusting the goalposts to support the climate agenda. That's what mm. it's about. Yeah. So, yeah, just classic. That's what they do, isn't it? Whatever narrative it is, they just shift They shift definitions, they change stuff quietly, and they shift the goalposts. It's yeah. their game. Always has been. Same game. Back to population control. Climate change equals population control. Yep. yep. Kamala, you're first. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> I, I think I posted about in the Discord, uh, my brother sent me uh, a little screenshot of an article in his health physics magazine uh, about a project that was conducted by uh, actual physicists in the world uh, where they 
measured and the amount of carbon in the atmosphere, like they calculated how much would be there and mm -hmm. discovered that the type of carbon that's there uh, that is uniquely identified as being contributed to by mankind was such a small percentage of the total amount that there's no way that a mankind's contribution of carbon into the atmosphere could have could be causing a, a dramatic change in the climate. It must uh, be the farting cows then. That's got to be well, it. That's that's the the that's the the carbon they're talking about is the stuff that we've you know. Generated. We need more corks for those damn cows. Right. But um, apparently, uh, yeah, there's a big cull supposedly, and I'm going to check this with Sarah. Shout out, Sarah. She's always a, a very faithful listener. Um, she uh, no uh, the island government are supposedly culling two hundred thousand cows, and there's some farmer protests going on at the moment, sort of. Similar to what we saw in the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. uh, yep, up in Ireland. I mean, the whole carbon thing. Yeah, did you did you see that uh, footage of those climate experts? This is a little while ago now, probably maybe a month ago. Those climate that panel of climate experts that were being questioned by whatever whoever it was <laughs> in some inquiry about climate change, etc. And whoever this person was, was asking the experts, you know, how, how much of a percentage of carbon is in the atmosphere that we have to fix? And none of them knew. They were all just plucking mm. things out of thin air. They had no idea. Some of them started with 5%, you know, some a couple of them went up to 7%. And the answer was it was something like 0.007% of carbon. It's just like we don't need to worry about it. And these people who right. are making the decisions and dictating have no freaking idea about the figures more useless idiots i mean that's what they're yep. there for yep useful idiots i keep saying useful but they're just i can't they're useless <laughs> they're useless and idiots but they're in power and making decisions so placed obviously uh, i wish people would it's just think <laughs> before they react to things that the experts say you know i wish they would just it's so blind isn't it for a second, just say, does this make sense? Where did they get this information from? How can I, you know, kind of corroborate their, their data? Like, how can I do this before they start yelling at their neighbors because their neighbors aren't immediately adhering to the same thing, you know? But it's just, it's, it's just sheep going, you know, they drench sheep, you know, they, they steer them into the drenching. It's just what the news is. If they're going to check anything that they hear, they'll go to the fact checkers that are also, you know, we we know what the fact yeah. checkers really are. Right, well, yeah. So that's where they're going to go for their information and go, well, so-and-so said, and, you know, once they're, once there's enough of that pollution in their brain, it's pretty hard to break that because mm -hmm. it's just it's too comfortable, too convenient, they're too busy, yeah. too much detail. And you know what? What are we having for pizza tonight? Yeah, that's you know. fine. If you if if you you know you can't take the time to fact check something yourself, that's fine. Just keep it in your brain and go about your business. You don't need to uh, start a war with your family over it. That's just stupid. Mm. Especially if you don't know what the hell you're talking about, and you know you don't know what the hell you're talking about. Just just chill out a bit. You know, keep the information in your brain. 
say, yeah, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to listen to this because that's what the expert says. And then, you know, when you hear stuff later on down the road that might contradict it, then you go, oh, okay, well, maybe this was something different than I thought it was. But So is it trust the experts now? Is that what we're supposed to be doing? Because I've been in sales for a long time and I've been in the data industry for a long time. I'm not working in that anymore because I don't want to work in corporate. But um, uh, so would I be considered an expert? <laughs> so trust the expert. Is that what I should tell my customers? Listen, you need to trust the expert and just buy this solution. Yes. If, if you're selling, selling something, yeah. that's exactly how you're supposed to present. Yeah. Yeah. Just bully them into it. Listen, everybody mm -hmm. wants to trust the experts, trust the science, trust the this, trust that. Okay. I happen to have another story here related to science, if you want to hear it. Sure, go sure. for it. It's really short. Uh, do you remember the tardigrades? Oh, that rings a bell. What's that? They're little oh, tiny... Those little yeah, microscopic yeah, yeah. organisms that can survive so anything. Yeah, they are very cute and disgusting at the same time. They are. Uh, but they were in the news. I don't remember why here and there over the years. Um, but, you know, they can they can survive in the vacuum of space inside volcanoes and have been found living mile underground inside of an Antarctic lake. And even return to normal function after being frozen for th for thirty years, so scientists decided, you know what? Let's let's see how how strong these guys are. So they they took some and shot them out of a gun at speeds above two thousand miles per hour. <laughs> you know, just just for shit. Oh, as you do. I mean, it's good to know that stuff. <laughs> what what's are the they purpose? Like cats? Are they like cats and have nine lives? No, they're uh -oh, just. Oh, Stella's. Oh, okay, there he is. They're just so. They're nigh indestructible. These guys. Um, what can you spell the word tardy? What? T a r d as in dog, i g r a d e s tardigrades. Tardigrades. Yep. It's very interesting. They're they're cute. They're worth looking up just to look at a photo. <laughs> I would love a really big one as a pet. Like a guard, a guard tardigrade. Really? If I saw one of those things <laughs> crawling around, I'd freak the fuck out. <laughs> Although you live, you live in Australia, so you see. Oh, it would look completely normal here all the time. <laughs> they might taste good too. Oh my gosh, Stella! Do people eat bears? <laughs> Drop as bears. well, like land bears. Drop yes. bears. polar bears. Yeah, you can eat bear. We don't have bear polar bears here. <laughs> I heard bear meat's kind of sweet flavored. Oh, God. tastes like chicken. Yeah, this thing looks like yeah. a freaking well, uh, um, tardy grade uh, for president uh, because we we're not far off right now, really. Uh, well, uh, yeah, it might make more sense, you know, when it's talking than Joe Biden does. I'm sure Hunter could probably snort them. Uh, yeah, multi-purpose uh, right. tardy grade. Anyway, uh, they shot these tardigrades out of a gun at 2,000 miles an hour, um, and they and were completely, what, what, completely what obliterated. Conclusion? Oh, okay. <laughs> they just got destroyed. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Humans are so cruel. <laughs> it's like they survived all this stuff, including being frozen and coming back to life. 
Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, let's see what we else we can do with them. It's like little boys that want to blow up lizards or something. <laughs> yeah, like that. exactly. You know what I mean? Let me stick some dynamite in this this cat's butt and see what happens. Yeah, that's Ooh. awful. Boys and anyway. boys, boys, according boys, and tardy to, grades. According to Wikipedia, they were first described by the German zoologist in 1773, who called them Kleiner. Wasabar, Wasabar, water bears, Wasser bar, and yeah, yeah, because hmm. they're That's they're crazy. very they're found in like uh, I think they're most commonly found in like mossy wet mossy areas inside Fauci's the water butt. in Fauci's butt. They even can survive yeah. in his anus. They should have shot yeah. two thousand miles an hour up Fauci's butt. <laughs> so- Sorry, we man. should have cloned a bunch of little Fauci's and shot uh, them out of a gun at two thousand miles an hour. Yeah, that well, would that yeah. would be a funny meme to have a bunch of Fauci's riding on the backs of tardigrades being shot from a. a that gun. would be uh, Ashley. There's your next meme. There you go. <laughs> tra- tra- <laughs> un- Union of the Unknowns trademark though. It goes to us. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, TM. You got it. We'll get we'll get Ism Can to put it on a shirt. I'll tell right. him I'll buy it and never do. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. All right, guys. <laughs> so we should wrap this All up. All right. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Jackie. And, and Stella. I just, and... Can I throw something out there? So okay. if about where to listen and all that stuff. So oh, yeah, we yeah. are um we so if you do want to support us, you know, we do spend around right now outside of our time. Our time we know is is one of the valuable resources that we can never get back. But right now it costs us um, about 30, 40 bucks a month to run like our um, recording platform and so forth, not including any of the equipment that we all buy, but that's by our choice. Um, but if you guys would like to just help us cover that minimal cost uh we would need about 10 people after like the fees 10 to 15 people to subscribe to either our spotify or actually sign up on rockfin and then soon we will be launching on apple then you get a lot of our uh bonus content you get our before and after so a lot of times where we just kind of hang out and that would really mean so much plus it also just states that we are doing something that you guys are willing to put even five dollars behind so um on rockfin you can choose between five dollars which just gets us but we know you want some other amazing content creators that are on rockfin and you get all of them for fifteen dollars a month and then uh on spotify if you don't want to do that you like spotify uh you can do that for of five bucks a month. And if you get that, then you should be able to listen to that. I think maybe on Apple or wherever Spotify spits it out at. Everywhere. I think Keel would know better about that. Yeah. Be able to get that everywhere. And we would truly appreciate it. And I uh, just want to say thank you and check us out at unionoftheunknowns.com. If there's a story uh, that you want us to cover on one of our weekly stories, let us know. We do record every, we do our best to record every single Tuesday. Um, 
And then we record every two weeks on like a major story. So we did one, which seems to be in the top 10 on the trilateral commission. We did one on bank runs as well as other, uh, other like major topics and kind of like our own personal deep dives. And if there's something out there that you want to learn a little bit more about, or if you're an expert on, on a conspiracy or a secret society or something like that, please let us know. We'd love to have you come on. Uh, uh, you know, on the episode. So that's it. Union of the unknowns.com. Well, said. All, gummy, Thank you, all gummy bears gratefully accepted. Yes. <laughs> you can, I think your dog needs to go bear. out, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> I can hear it dancing. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank right. you, everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are the union of the unknowns and we are out. Love your guts. Thank you. Bye. Not Your Mama's News has been a production of the Union of the Unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.